This is To The Point. A Rhino experience. Voted one of the top home services marketing and operations podcasts. Cutting through the bullshit and getting to the point. What is up, To The Point listeners? It is your boy, Chris Yano, the host of To The Point Home Services Podcast. And it is just me, myself, and I. Me, my, you remember that song ish? <laughs> me, myself, and I. And I've got a banger of an episode coming up because my man, my boy from the West Coast, is in the studio live and in person. I'm staring at him in the face right now, Mr. Ishmael Valdez, who is the owner of Next Gen Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing out of California. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Yeah. Yeah. You got the oh, fucking yeah. jam today, baby. Let's go. But that's not it. That's not all you're involved in. He also is owner of this little company that's starting to really blossom into something special. I've seen it in action. I've seen it grow, and it's called DataCube. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) What the... I don't know. I thought that was either going to fucking bomb or going to be okay. I was like, whatever, but let's give it a shot. Hey, dude, welcome back. I'm happy to have you here in studio. We've tried to make this happen a few different times. Dude, dude. it's been so incredible. We were just talking pre-podcast. It's so incredible just to kind of watch your journey. Uh, I mean, over the last few years, become friends with you, kind of understanding who you are, the heart of Ishmael Valdez, um, and then watching what you're doing, and uh, which... And respect, man, like respect to what you're building, growing. And, and even, and you know, what's cool about you and I is that I feel like I'm always super real with you. And I'm always like, dude, let me, let me, let me see the heart. I want to see the heart of Ishmael Valdez because that fucking thing, you might hear one thing. He's tough. He drops F bombs way more than me, but this dude's got a monster heart. And I love to see the drive that you have. So when you use both of those two things in tandem, you're, you, you've been crushing it. So I can't wait to get into some of that story and I want to ruin it. But hey, man, if it is, it is January, but it is a new year. We got new goals, deuce, deuce. new goals to crush all this cool stuff. It's fun time at the beginning of the year because you have all this runway ahead of you and all these things that you want to accomplish. Me too. It's man. I always love this time of year because I'm just now starting to get after it and chip away at my goals. But you know, what's cool. What's <clears throat> coming up. Do you know what's coming up Dude. next month? Dude. Do you know what's coming up next Dude. month? This little badass Bro. conference, this little service summit with a bunch of us HVAC, plumbing, electricians, even a few garage door guys called Rhino X. Bro, I'm about to. <laughs> First yeah. you got to what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm about to give you the best compliment in the world. Ready? I'm ready. I'm listening. Pantheon, hands down, the best, one of the best fucking events of the whole year for the industry right no eggs right next to it oh my gosh all I appreciate fucking that, day dude. long thank you so much man that means a ton to me i appreciate that you got to go to the very first one man last year insane actually actually uh man it was uh a smaller it's a little bit smaller I only insane look, i appreciate you do yeah so what do hey you know what since we're on the topic and i want i appreciate you saying that it means a lot to me because i I, um, I respect your opinion um dude what was your experience at x last year bro just like if you're in the industry, right? Plumbing, heating, and air conditioning, all that, just the home service. Imagine you have, did you, let me put it in perspective. Imagine you have a, a LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, uh, Magic Johnson, uh, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like imagine you have five guys in one room talking basketball, right? That's what it was. I appreciate like, that. Like that was the fucking, like I was uh, the whole time I was standing up because yeah, my, res- <laughs> my respects to those dudes, right? So Leland's up there, um, Kenny's up there, Ken, Ken Goodridge is up there. Those guys are just up there. And for a minute, it was like, it was kind of surreal to me because I'm, I love the industry. I, you, obviously, you, 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 I've told you many, many yeah. times I'm a, student to, I'm a student of the industry. Yeah. I, I, I will always be. And for me to be in the same room with those dudes, knowing like how hard I grinded just to be able to be in that same room Word, yeah. for, for me, it was, it was, it was epic, bro. So, so dude, mad props to you. dude. And, I can't wait for this year's. And man. you got to stand up and share, like share a little bit of that ish story yes, too. Sir. So, uh, it's cool, man. Like it, I won, I'm, I was grateful that you were able to, to attend and even speak and kind of share from your perspective, which absolutely I think is needed. I think everyone needs to hear everybody has their own perspective, yes, sir. but then sir, we certainly, we pay respects to those legends of the industry that have kind of paved the way too. I think that's a, a critical piece to making, 
uh, sure the event is successful. So I love having these guys coming back in. Um, we're adding Dave Geiger to the mix, who is amazing. Yeah. Terry Nicholson's coming in too, who's done a lot of training yeah. with these guys. So it's pretty exciting. Plus we got my man Fitz, Larry Fitzgerald, which listen, DeAndre Hopkins got hurt and Larry Fitzgerald, we were all hoping he would step in. And my guess is, is he didn't step in because we're recording this before January, <laughs> but Mike Tyson's coming. So I'm going to figure out, I'm going to ask what do you think about doing this ish? I'm going to say, Hey, I'll give somebody a refund if they just take one punch from Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> let's see if that works out. So, Hey, let's go ahead and jump into this too, just for the sake of time. Um, you know, you've been on the podcast before. I don't re exactly remember what episode that was on. So Ryan, you'll have to fill me in and then I'll reference it later. Um, but Ish has been on before and told us kind of whole story, how he grew up. It's a really great, compelling story. It's a great uh, story of perseverance. Um, it's a great story of success. Yep. Um, you know, wins, losses, the whole deal, all the shit you got to go through to be a Dude, really successful company. <clears throat> and, um, but I want you to go ahead and just share with our listeners, you know, not only just, you know, who's Ishmael, but what is, you know, who is next gen? Because you look at it like Ish is next gen, next gen is Ish. What, who is next gen? Next gen is like my fifth daughter. <laughs> like <laughs> next gen is right. literally like, like if I could put it into like, uh, if you guys follow me on Facebook on, on, on service Avengers or just on my personal Facebook, you guys know if I'm not at work, I'm with my girls. If I'm not with my girls or right, my wife, my girls, if I'm not with them, I'm, I'm at work. Right. Yeah, and it. there's yep. nothing in between in there. That's right? what we, have, so, we have that in common. Yeah. So, so like literally next is probably like my fifth daughter. Um, you know, she's five years old. She just turned, she's about to turn six right now. Um, that's really, that's really good. <laughs> so yeah, dude, that's probably like the most, like, like the, the best, um, example I could give. It's like, you know, next gen was, was, it's a, it's, it's going on a six year old company. Um, you know, we had huge success for the first, um, five years, but you know, not all, it wasn't always rainbows and, and, and butterflies. Right. So, really? Wow. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, dude, I'll, I'll give you a quick bio because I know some some of you guys might already know. So yeah, yeah, sure. For 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 those of you who don't know, my name is Ishmael Valdez. I'm 34 years old. I own Next Gen Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing, SoCal. Um, you know, we do nine locations in Southern California. Um, we're just closing out the year 2021 with uh, a little bit under 60 mil. Out of boy. Um, budgets telling us right. Budgets telling us, and our and our plan, and and our and our financial advisor are telling us that next year we're gonna hit 94. Um, I'm going to shoot for the, for the hundred, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be satisfied with 94 for going on our sixth year. So it's not bad. Um, yeah, dude, it's been, it's been an amazing journey. Um, I've told you guys from, I've, you know, me personally, I've told you from the get go, I'm doing this for, for the industry. Um, you know, I want to have a huge impact on it. I just don't, it's not just, you know, numbers and next gen and how much growth, how much faster there's a whole different side of, 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 of what we could do. And and how we could all team up to to change the the way we're 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 viewed as a whole. Yeah, yeah, man. So it's uh, um and it, you know what I love, dude, is is I've seen you, I've I've seen the progression of Ishmael over the last few years. And you have to remember, I've been in this industry fourteen years. So I, and I've worked yeah. with a lot of a Matt lot respects, of by the way. Big, thank you. A lot of big leaders. A lot. Of, I've seen a lot of su success stories. I've seen a lot of stories go south. Um, I've, I've pretty much seen it all. Yep. But what is hard is that most people suffer from, um, being too prideful Yep, and that can cripple your business. Um, I think what happens actually, and I, I was having this conversation with, with Tom Howard, I can't remember what it was like when he was out here for Tommy's thing. And it was about how I believe that there's a lot of strength and vulnerability, Yep. but getting to vulnerability is a bitch. Oh yeah. And, 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 and manning up to it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And owning it and being like, especially yep. when you are looked at it one certain way, um, you're like, Ooh, God, I don't want to admit that because then how's that going to make me look? Actually, I think that makes you look stronger because as I long agree. as you recover and you use that for good, then you're solid. If you don't, then you failed. I agree. You know, and, and you learned and, and moved the business forward and dude, it's, I love to see it and to hear you say, cause I, you know, one of my next question was going to be to you is what does next gen look like this year here in 2022? And you're saying you're shooting for 94 million, dude, I, I don't doubt for a second that you hit that number. <laughs> we I are, we are. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, dude, I'm probably one of the, the most goal driven people in the industry. Like, you know, uh, I'm a man of my word. Whenever I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Yep. Um, dude, I'll, I will outwork anybody in this whole industry just to make sure that we hit our goal. So our goal is 94, our budget selling is 94, but you know, I'm going to shoot for that 100 just to, just to say we hit it. <laughs> well, and it's a nice round number. Yeah, there you <laughs> up go. There, up to three digits. Uh, well, so um, it, for those listening, if you want to hear more of, of Ish's backstory, it's episode 41. So you can scroll back through that, which, uh, 
I don't remember if this is episode one of three, four, somewhere around there. This should be episode be, oh, this 23. Will, this, will be, <laughs> this will be 105. That's there what it is. Go. This is episode 105. Um, so in order to, you know, to hit your goal of 94 million or a hundred as your visionary, which I'm sure you'll probably get to, it requires obviously sales, recruiting. I mean, all this, all this uh, operational success, leadership, all these things. But what's always baffled me about you, because again, having been in the business so long, a lot of the uh, biggest struggles I hear from a lot of growing companies and even not growing companies yep. is this recruiting and being able to get, you know, skilled, you know, the skilled labor and things like that. But one thing that you um, have not seemed to struggle with is sales and recruiting, bro. What are you <laughs> doing over there in SoCal? Dude, I, I think, um, you know, and there was a lot of, a lot of things that helped us get there. It wasn't just myself. Right. Because, because obviously, you know, I am the face of it. Right. But, um, like the billboards had a lot to do with it. You know, there was you have like a hundred thousand, <laughs> but like, think about it. Right. There was never a company in Southern California or I don't, I don't even, yeah. In Southern California, there was never a company that took that leap to be able to put that many billboards, right? Because everybody thinks, oh, billboards don't work. They're not going to lead generate. You're wasting your time. You know, those are for your corporate, your corporate big box companies. And, and I took, I took a gamble, right? And I was like, you know what? Let's put up 40, let's put up 50. Yeah. Like let's make an impact on it. So that was huge though, because at, at the beginning I was doing it just for the branding and be able to lead generate, right. And see what we could do with it because we're super strong on digital as you know. For sure. Um, but, but then there was a twist to it because people started like texting me the billboards every freaking day, man. Dude, like, I did it when I was there a couple yeah, of last month. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it was, it was the weirdest thing because some of these people I hadn't even talked to in, you know, months and years. Right. And they're like, Hey, I just, I just saw a billboard. I think it said next gen on it. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's me. Right. <laughs> and then, and then, and then they started texting my technicians and my, and my installers and my sales guys. And it was kind of like the snowball effect. Right. Yeah. They, they, people started noticing it. Right. And, and for you that you guys are in Southern California, like, dude, anybody in Southern California, there is no hour in the day that there's not traffic. There. That's true. Like, yeah. bro, it's fucking 1 a.m. There's traffic. Like, <laughs> That's why I don't live there. Right? So, like, so, so to me, because I drive a lot, I have nine branches. I, you know, I try to hit them up once a week, maybe once every other week. I would always look at all these billboards. I'm like, dude, you know how many freaking people are sitting here just looking at them? Right? So, so that's when I pulled the trigger and I just like, you know what, let's just put, let's, let's just see what it does. And, and the response from, from, from acquiring the internal clients what is what drove me to do more and more of it. Right. Like I don't, I'm not advising anybody out there to go out there and fucking put 20, 20 billboards, right? Because you got to have, you got to have the, the cash flow. You got to have the capital. You got to like, it's not like it's going to make your phones light and it's up right away. to be consistent. Exactly. And yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's not a, it's not a yeah. quick fix. Yeah. 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 So, so, so I used it more and now, you know, everybody knows us for our billboards, for our unique logo, for a unique name. Um, and, 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 and now it's just, it, we, we've been doing it for four years already, marinating these billboards. So now it's just, you know, 2022 is going to look a little bit different. We're going to drop most of them. Yeah. I would say 95 percent of them we're going to drop we're going to keep a couple of them here and there um and and be able to 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 profit off our uh, off our branding now so yes yeah so um so stair step so you you, you invest 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 yes, you know invest then you got that step so um but you did more than that too because you were involved with the angels like you're involved yeah, in all this yeah. other stuff bro like that so that was crazy too right so so imagine you're a technician you're a sales guy you're an installer you're driving to your job site you're you're in between calls going back and forth right you're 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 at home watching the angels because everybody watches the angels or the Dodgers were about to land the Dodgers um, contract too. So, um, so imagine you, you, you're, you're like, it starts repeating everywhere. Right. And you're just like, dude, what the hell are these guys they're doing? Everywhere. I'm, I literally went to the fucking angels game and took a piss and their freaking logos on, on the bathrooms too. Right. So, <laughs> so like for an air conditioning company, and that's what I'm saying. Like the, the new way of contracting, the next generation uh, way of contracting is that it's like thinking outside the box, not, not doing the traditional uh, direct mail piece, not doing your traditional, Hey, call us for an $88 tune of shit like that. It's yeah. like thinking outside the box to becoming something bigger. Right. And, um, and that was the big picture behind the billboard, behind the angels. It wasn't just to recruit the external clients, which are important, right? right. Because they pay the bills, yep. but it was also to, to recruit the internal clients, which are more important, right? Because, because this is one thing that people don't realize is like, they spend way too much money on, on external clients, right? Like they invest way too much money, um, on, on acquiring new clients, on, on new clients itself, um, instead of 
putting that same energy or even that same spent, right? Or, or, or half of it or a quarter of it, just budget it out to, to get the, in, uh, the internal clients because, and by inter, internal clients, guys, I mean employees. So, right. um, like that, like that's a huge fucking focus for me at next gen. Like if you ever go to, like, I, I hope you go to our new facility, it's fucking state of the art Tesla model. Um, so I, so, so if you ever go like 99% of my energy is spent on making sure my, 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 my team need, like, they don't need anything. Like I'm always checking up on my sales guys. I'm always checking up on my technicians. I walk around, Hey, like talking to the installers, talking to the in-house personnel. Like I make sure that, you know, like the first two questions I ask them every single time. Um, if I don't know them, I introduce myself cause you know, there's times that I don't know the, sure. the, the people in there. So I introduce myself and I, you know, I tell if they've been here for a month, two months, three months, the first thing I ask them, Hey, How's it going? Good, good. Hey, are you making money? Yep. How do you like it here? Nah, man, they treat us good. They're respectful. Everybody, the management team, executive team. Like those are the only two questions I care about, right? If they're treating you good and you're making money, then I did my job, right? So, so I focus a lot on making sure that my people are super happy and I invest in them a lot, right? So, so food trucks, um, 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 uh, taking them out to the angels game. Um, our Christmas party was freaking insane. We're giving, we gave out Cabo trips. We gave out freaking Cancun trips. We gave out like $25,000 in cash. We gave out fucking like 20 TVs, iPods, iPads, like anything that I wanted as a kid, anything that I wanted period yeah. or, or moms want, like my wife's always asking, Hey, uh, uh, Victoria needs an iPad. Like I know there's other moms that need them too. Right. So let's give out iPads. Yeah, right? it's great. Like, so, so we focus a lot on, 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 on making sure people are happy. And, and because we have so much focus on the executive level and myself that amplifies out. Right. So it just, it just, it, it's, it's like a magnet. It just starts fucking like, like recruiting all these people by itself. Right. Like I shit you like no, no bullshit. I, I walk into my, my office, any of my shops, there's always people applying there. Always bro. Like it's insane to me. Like I'm like, <laughs> What are you applying for? Oh, I'm, a, you know, a customer service sir. Like every single time I see, cause there's three seats and every, there's three red seats in every shop and people just sit there and you know, they're filling out play paper. And I always ask them, Hey, what are you applying for? Where'd you come from? What'd you do? Right? Like I tried to investigate <laughs> and dude, it's insane. Every single freaking day, man, every day, no bullshit. There's somebody applying. Yeah, that's crazy. So, well, what's interesting is how you kind of, um, used it for, like I said, whether it be branding and in the hopes of doing branding is it leads people to your business to do, you know, to business with you because you are in business for profit. But that when you have so many of those, you're in everybody's face so much that it now has turned into also a recruiting tool. So you kind of get the best <laughs> of both words, which is fantastic. And then anytime you do the, um, you know, like with the stuff with the, with the angels, you get to incorporate that to your culture too, because then you have people you can send like employees that you can send to games, which is great for culture. Um, you know, like you've invited me to a few games. I've still never made one of those games, but you've invited me to you a need few. To. I know, bro. You need to. I got the best suite in the whole fucking stadium. <laughs> I've, I've seen, you know, uh, <laughs> people, you know, ringing or something. He'll send me a video of him, like shooting you guys in it too. It looks awesome. And I will make it. Um, but I think it's been great how you've utilized both those, those two things, um, in a really exceptional way. And, um, and so kudos to you for, you know, for sticking your neck out and doing that. Thank you. Um, I'll be really curious to see how now when you, when you make the shift to this year, like when pulling down the billboard and stuff like that on like what that does to bottom line stuff, cause it's obviously going to have to take, oh my it, God. it should crush. So I'm excited. I'm excited for <laughs> you. So, you know, so speaking of which, like, what is the, you know, we all learn, we all learn lessons, um, in different, you know, different years, like 2019, you learned a big lesson, but let's talk about, um, 2021. So this past year, you know, what was one of the biggest lessons that you learned in 2021? SmartAC.com, SmartAC.com. If you haven't heard of it, you better find out. If you haven't implemented it, you better check it out. You have to get started doing something. 2024 is going to be an absolute battlefield. What are you doing differently than your competitors? You need to make sure that your memberships are sticky. SmartAC.com does that. Lifetime warranty, insurance savings, filter discounts, 24-7 monitoring that lets you know about problems before the homeowner might even know about the problem. Live tech chat, service providers, all of this with smartac.com. You've got to check it out now. Dude, biggest lesson. <laughs> you know what? I want to, I want, I kind of want to talk about 2019 you too. You can. Yeah, do that too. You know, 2019 sure. was probably the hardest, one of the hardest um, times in my life because um, 
because I was so ignorant to, to thinking that I knew everything. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, people that know me on social media, they know that I'm pretty loud and, you know, pretty proud of what we've done here at next gen air, but they're also, yeah. you know, they, they might have the misconception of, uh, he's fucking cocky. He yeah. thinks he knows it all. And, and in 2019 was like the biggest fucking learning lesson of my life. Um, you know, we're running a $30 million business. Nobody in the fucking whole company knows anything about financials. You know, we just know that there's a there's money in the bank account. Sell, 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 and sell, it's sell. just fucking selling, 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 selling. <laughs> right. And there's money coming in, coming out, coming in, coming out. Right. right. So it wasn't, it wasn't ever like it got it got pretty scary at a, a, at one point because because I actually started learning the financing things mm -hmm. and I actually, you know, I, I gave my time, myself time to slow down. Um, Tom Howard was a, a huge help, Ara, right? Yep. That's why I promote Service Titan so much because, because they were a huge help in my journey. Um, Ara literally called me and said, hey, Ishmael, like, th th and this was in 2019. He calls me up and says, hey, um, you know, we need to switch your pricing, this, this and that, you know, you've been writing on the old pricing and, and I was, I was, I was kind of, I was kind of playing the system on, on, on the users, right? So yeah. I was literally paying what $5 million company was paying for a $30 million company and they really didn't know, which wasn't there. It wasn't either fault because I didn't, I didn't know how to use it properly. We thought it was a fucking dispatching software. That's all it was, right? <laughs> right. So, so, so he makes the call. He says, no, man, it does way more than that. You know, if, if, if I send my best guy out there, which is Tom, if I send my best guy out there to, to educate you on, on what, 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 what you're doing wrong and how the system, the, 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 the software could benefit right. you, um, you know, can, can, can we come up with a different agreement? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, guess what? I'll give him 30 days to come over here and, and, and show me why, why we're doing it wrong. Right. Dude, we were fucking running a $30 million company on paper. Yeah. It's crazy. Paper invoices, paper contracts, like. It was the most insane thing to me, right? Because because I was too busy trying to sell more, 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 focusing on driving sales and, and recruiting sales, uh, the sales guys and the technicians and installers that, that I forgot one of the most important things is the financing, the yeah. financials, right? It's so, insane to you now. It wasn't yeah. then, right? Because, well, you yeah. only know what you know. Yeah. But that, that's, that's a pivotal year because clearly as a business scales, like you have got to have, like, I mean, can you even imagine now? Bro, <laughs> 2019, I, it, it, there was two pivotal t points in my, actually three, three. Uh, the, the time my wife told me, hey, you're never going to work for anybody else. You got to do this for us. And, and, and you got to stop focusing on making other businesses grow. That was like six years ago. She sat me down and she said, because I was about to fucking, they offered me $350,000 salary, $100,000 fucking sign on bonus, right? To go and fix an operation. And, um, and my wife's having me done and she's like, fuck, no, you're not. No, I'm done with this. Yeah. I got to hear your stories every day. <laughs> I'm done. So I'm done with this. So she goes, Hey, you're not going to work for anybody else. You gotta, you know, we, we got to figure something out for us. Right. So that was one of the pivotal moments. Second pivotal moment was, was, um, was, um, 2019, man, when, when I got educated on, 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 on on financials, man. I didn't know what gross profit was. I didn't know like what our overhead was. I thought fucking spend more marketing, make the phones ring, get more sales guys, sell more product, like the sales. But, but, but to my point, like we were growing so fast, bro. Like we were recruiting every fucking day. We were slamming, dude, imagine three years, you're doing $30 million, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like it was, and, and there's some crazy. days that we were doing 400, 500,000 in one day in year three. Like nobody ever sat me down and said, Hey, Slow the hell down. Yeah. Right. Enjoy this moment. And that's when Ara kind of stepped in and said, Hey, Ishmael, I'm going to send my best guy. I'm going to, I'm going to help you out. Right. And he sends Tom Howard, dude, to this day, we were in my office, me and Tom for 30 days, bro. Fucking Tyson was there. Tyson's my fucking dude. Tyson's probably top three most loved guy in the whole fucking industry. That's how much respect I have for that guy. So Tyson was there. Tom Howard was there and, and, um, and a couple other guys were there, but, but I still remember to this day, man, we were sitting in my office, there's a fucking whiteboard there, uh -huh. right? And uh, and Tom just goes like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> he's like, he's like, do you even know what you're doing? And I'm like, no, just we're selling a bunch of fucking air conditioning. Yeah. He's like, do you know what your average ticket is? What your turnover ratio is? What your average fucking... Like, he starts spitting, right? And fucking Tom got in the zone, bro, where it was like, holy shit, this guy's serious, right? So I put my phones down, right? Uh -huh. And I fucking... And I was like, okay, cool. It's time to learn. Right. And he went and wrote on that fucking whiteboard. We were there for a, for a couple hours before lunchtime. And, um, and he, and he just starts fucking writing. Hey, you like, dude, this is what overhead is. This, this is what your gross profit is. Like you need, this is your, like right now your net profit is this. Like, dude, you need to fucking make drastic changes today, right now and figure out what the fuck we're going to do. Right. Because, because the way you're going, you're, you're, you're not going to last that long. Right. 
And I'm like, all right, hold the fuck up. Okay. I got a nace of spades in my motherfucking pocket, right? Uh, Goodman owes me a million dollars. Fuck that. So I pull this ace of spades on him and he goes like, okay, good. So we start fucking getting to work, bro. He literally fucking ed educated on me on overhead. Like, hey, these are the fucking people that you're paying no matter if there's if there's business or no business, right? This is your expenses. This is this, this, this is what, what's going to come every fucking month, no matter what. If you sell one system or a thousand systems, this is your set overhead. You need to beat it, <laughs> right? Bare minimum. And that's the, the, yeah, and that's the name of the game, right? Yeah. So, so he educates me on that and he's like, what is this person doing? What is this person? And we start going through the fucking orchard. Oh, the, dude, that like, I think it was like 11 a.m., 12, by 1 p.m., I had, I had, I had let go of 15, 16 people. Crazy. In, in a snap of a finger, right? But it was, and, and that day, right? That day was probably one of the worst. And I go back to I go back to it every day because because it wasn't those people's fault, right? It was my fault that I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was, I'm uh, I'm an arrogant prick. I'm 30 years old. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure shit out, right? And 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 that day was a humbling experience too. To this day, I, I remember we were, we were in a red light. Me and Tom and, and we're in my, in my truck and we're we went to go get something. And he looks at me and I was kind of frustrated. I was so mad. At, I can still remember. I was so mad at myself for not knowing. I'm like, how could I have been so fucking stupid this whole time? Right. Yeah. Like pumping my chest, saying, telling people, yeah, I grew the fucking fastest company in the world. Dude, that shit don't matter if it don't make profit. That's right. <laughs> that shit don't matter if it yeah, don't make right. profit. Right. <laughs> so, so he, he turns around and he goes like, Hey man, are you okay? Like you look like you're, you know, you're fucking getting ready to explode. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, well, I just fired that fucking 15 people. Right? That hurts. Yeah. yeah that sucks. hurts. Right. Number one, number two. Um, no, I told him, no, man, I'm trying to speed up time. And I can still remember, I'm like, I'm trying to speed up time because I already know that I'm going to be okay. God's always going to take care of me, right? Um, dude, we turned that whole ship around in 15 days, man. Think about, though, like, um, it's much easier to think about it today, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what that day has done for your life. But think about it for more than this. You have a responsibility um, on two different fronts. Well, three, really three. Yep. Um, and your responsibility is is one, that's uh, that's – you have a family that depends on you to make good decisions. Right. And, to, and that yes, you've got, um, you know, your wife and your four girls and, um, and that's one facet of the, of it is you have a responsibility there to lead your family, to be there for your family, to make good decisions. But along with good decisions, you have to learn lessons along the way. Um, and, and you did, you learned a valuable lesson that has since impacted you and your family and their experiences and things that you have with them and oh, yeah. as, as one piece of it. The other is you have all these employees, man, that you're responsible for as well. Yeah. The things that we carry as as leaders in our business, owners of our business, is that we take that on willingly because we're willing to fight for them. We're willing to provide for them. But our decisions have impact. Oh, yeah. And when you got to let 15 people go, that's 15 lives you change to the negative. Oh, yeah. You know, in that moment, in that oh, moment. Yeah. And, and it was a negative in your in, for your life in that moment. Oh, yeah. But you didn't know at that moment how big the positive was going to be from that. Oh, yeah. So... The other aspect of this is that you had said, you know, you mentioned that God, you're trying to move, you know, move things forward faster. Like you, God's timing is God's timing is bro, not yours. So yep. you had to go through that. You oh, got to yeah. go through it to get to it. And so you actually have this, this, um, you have this, you know, gift that was given to you to serve in the way of HVAC yes, sir. and plumbing. Yep. And all these people that come along with it. And then with that, it provides resources to continue to give. So, oh, which yeah. you know, I'm all about giving back oh, and yeah. doing that type of stuff. So you have this great responsibility and it could have went one way or the other in that moment. And you chose the right direction. And that was to let go of your pride, be vulnerable and be yep. like, Oh shit. And then, Oh it. dude, I fucked up. And, and to this day, I'll tell you right now, like that feeling that I had when I had to let go of those people, when, when, when I, when I realized how stupid I was at the time and how, how ignorant, how fucking cocky I was, I was, I was everything that everybody thinks I was at that time. Yeah. That moment is still lives with me. Like I mm -hmm. do to this day, I'm, I'm chasing that away. Yeah. And that's why I grind so hard. Yeah. That's why, that's why we're, where we're at right now. Right. Because, yeah. because I made those executive decisions. Um, you know, you know, Tom helped me a lot. Ara helped me a lot. Those guys helped me a lot. Make open up my eyes, clear my mind, and and we made those decisions. But dude, I, to this day, I'm telling, and I don't think I'll ever let go of them. That moment, there's there's a bunch of moments in my life that I'll never let go. My 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 pops passing away, one mm. of them. My you know the birth of my of Andrea. Andrea, when I fucking first saw Andrea, the whole world stopped. Yeah. Um. And then that that was that was just as critical. It was. Which you get into actually pretty good in episode 41. So if you want to go back and reference it, it was a great part of the podcast. And you're yeah. talking about that. Yeah, man. And your brother. 
Oh yeah. And so so all those pivotal moments, like dude, it, it it made me humble myself to to now instead of pumping my chest online and 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 saying look at look at what I'm doing, it's like hey guys, it's possible. Yeah. Look at we just spent five hundred and ten thousand dollars day in the in the shoulder season, like five hundred and ten thousand dollars <laughs> in one day in the shoulder season. Like I'm not doing it to show off. I'm doing it to to tell people, hey, it's possible. Yeah. Let's do it. Like dude, it's not about me anymore, right? That day taught me that it's not about me and that day my message changed to to let me show what these what, let, let me show all these fuckers what I could do that day that day changed to hey let me go out there and let me tell my story number one number two let me show these guys right let me show people the industry and all the fucking amazing opportunities and possibilities and yep. possibilities yeah man absolutely so I love that and so you know having been in this long for me too. I try to use this particular platform to exploit oh, yeah. all the great stuff that comes from being in this industry. So, you know, like bringing on. And you're doing amazing, by the <clears> way. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. It, it is just a, uh, you know, again, I look at this, it it's another responsibility I've got. Yep. Um, but I have, you know, we're grateful that I have, uh, you know, all of our listeners and we have a large volume of listeners. And I try to use it as a tool to say, how else can I help try and bring people who might not be interested at all? into the industry. Well, guess what? People like cars, if they like money, whatever, yep. those things came from working in the industry. Let's show it. Yeah, buddy. I mean, yeah, buddy. there's so much let's, of it. Let's show that shit. Yeah. There's so much of it because if that's what at least pulls the interest in. Well, well you got to understand, look, Chris, this is how I view it, right? So like the way you communicate to the next generation, like the way you communicate back then to, to our, to our parents was, Hey, the American dream. You can buy a house with us. You can, you're yeah. going to make a decent living. Like, you know how you communicate to the next generation of labor through social media is being flashy, showing the Rollies, showing the Lambos, showing the Bentleys, right? Our, like showing that and, and yeah, showing the motherfucking <laughs> shoes, the Reeboks, right? Reebok like, pumps. Like showing those kind of things is what is how you communicate to the next generation yeah. because, because in their eyes, you're showing them, right? You're showing them like, holy shit, that guy's rocking a fucking $50,000 watch and he's, he's a, a plumber? plumber? Or, yep. hey, that guy's got a $220,000 Porsche. He does air conditioning. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, that, like dude, that's that what is what we're doing. Yeah, that's what we're trying to expose. Like, <laughs> that's the point I was getting at with that is uh, I'm trying to just use whatever I can, whatever influence I have, because it's not like all the high schools and stuff are helping us by re-implementing those things, the trades back into the school like that. It's bullshit. So, yeah. but you said this a few times and I love it because I know it's where the name next gen came from. Um, and speaking of next gen, uh, <laughs> let's talk about what you and I've taught, you know, we, you and I've kind of talked about the whole Tesla model stuff and, yes, you, and you mentioned your new facility earlier. Yes, sir. So let's get into that, man. Like to explain to our, our listeners, man, what does this Tesla model we're talking about mean? Bro. So, so, so think about it, right? Like we've all been in the industry. We all know the big players we all, but nobody's really, nobody's really, like hammered down yeah, I, like right now what we're what we're seeing in the industry right now like you know you know for the last 20 years everybody's been running on gas right 87 and and and, and they've been running and they've been trying to do as much as they can they've been running at 10 gallons per minute at 10 gallons per whatever yeah right so they've been running at as best as they can right the the best that we have right now is the hybrid model the hybrid model is is gas and electricity, right? Why? And what it, what it means is it's it's labor and technology, and we're mixing it right now, right? But we're not really taking advantage of the the technology, and that's where the tech, Tesla model comes in. The technology is what is what drives the electricity into the Tesla, right? So the only difference between a regular car and a Tesla, right, is is that, well, there's many differences, but the right. the main difference is the source of power. The source of power in a regular in a regular car is a gas, right? The the Tesla runs on on an electricity. Right. The the new Tesla model that I'm trying to present to the world and to people is 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 all electric it's not labor it's not it's not it's not it's not labor based right it's more technology based right like there shouldn't be this is what the tesla model is there shouldn't be five fucking accounting people in, in, in the department on a hundred million dollar business there shouldn't be 20 fucking people spitting po's and chasing ch chasing sheets and, and 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 allocating from from a po all the way to quickbooks or intact whatever you right so the so the, there shouldn't be that much labor in-house support there shouldn't be, you know, um, 20 people doing commissions, three people doing like all that. They shouldn't be that. Like, that's what 
that's what like that's what the old way of contracting was and the old way of contracting tells us that like if you do this you get 20% net profit and everybody's okay with net profit 20% net profit like the tesla model and i'm naming it is it's t30 it's it's getting to the 30% net profit and 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 but not price gouging not increasing you know getting $25,000 average chicken not that it's 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 taking advantage of the technology that we have right now and that's about to come to be able to do the t30 which is the Tesla model with 30 net profit, right? Because, because it's okay for them to do 20% net profit with the, with the tools that my, my dad had, right? Like it, it's okay for, for a 20 year old business, 15 year old business to do 10, 15, 20% profit with the tools that they have. Like, it's not okay for the next generation of contractors to come in and, and be okay with 20%, right? Like we got to think outside the box and be able to profit more, right? Because essentially profit brings comfort and comfort, like it brings profit brings comfort into your, into your business. Right. And, and that's what the Tesla model is about. It's about, it's about changing the fuel source from labor to, to technology. And that's what we're implementing at NextGen. It's, it's, it's stop hiring so many freaking people to do the test that, that we can, you know, we can hire some some, some, some programmers to, to program the way we do purchasing, the way we do accounting, the way we do commissions. Like I'll tell you a perfect example of the Tesla model. Um, before there was three people doing commissions at next for the technician, for the technicians and sales guys. Right. Um, now we're, we're, we got it down to one and, and, and it's a full, full-time one, right? Like what the Tesla model is going to bring is that we're going to automate commissions and payroll and everything. And it shouldn't take more than one hour. And that one hour is just verification of pay. Because because we're automating anything. As soon as the, the project manager sells, it spits out a report and it says, hey, you know, you sold it for 20000 Book price was 22000 You discounted 10%. This is your pay sign off. It hits, it, hits, uh, um, it hits our accounting team. Our accounting team approves or disapproves. Boom. And this is in a matter of seconds, by the way. Approves it, goes to Heartland, and payroll makes the cut for it. Boom. And, and that's what the Tesla model is about. It's, it's getting faster than what, we, what we're used to. It's getting data faster than what we're used to and making those quick changes, quick pivots to get into the T30 model, which is the 30% of profit. And it makes it extremely scalable. <laughs> oh yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so the efficiency means you're earning the points on the back end without exactly. increasing the price. Yeah. Which is fantastic. So, because then it's no, like you said, the gouging, it's not like, it's not the customer paying the price for exactly. it. It's actually just becoming more efficient. Way hyper-efficient. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's the Tesla model is being hyper-efficient. And I know I sound crazy <clears throat> and I, I know I sound dumb to, to some people about it because they haven't seen it. Like I'm building it for you guys in Anaheim right now. The new, the new model that I have is 48,000 square feet building. We're going to be so fucking automated, so freaking hyper-efficient where we don't need, you know, 150 people in-house support to run a hundred million dollar company. You know, we might need 20. Yeah. Shit is, like that. So is that a, is that a big driver for you right now? Like you're chasing oh, yeah. like, okay. Cause you know, like I was telling you right before you came in, I had a leadership, uh, an all team, all leader shit. Let me try it again. A leadership meeting with my entire leadership team. And we talk about kind of Q1 big rocks. Like these are our big things we got to get out of the way. We have to accomplish like no questions asked. Um, and so mine changed quarterly. That's a big rock. That's oh, yeah. like going to last you all year long. <clears throat> but what's cool about that is, is that you're chasing it so hard because of what happens on the back end of this thing. And when you said, um, when you said, it, you know, it, it can, the, the T30 model gets it to the 30, what that does is it creates more opportunity. Oh yeah. And, and that kind of falls in line with you and the, Hey man, we're buying iPads. We're doing all this giving back. You're growing your resources. You're growing the, the company to yes, have then more resource, then more resources to continue to spread Good shit. Giving them better tools. That's Absolutely, all it is. Man. Giving our people better tools so they can be better efficient so that the company becomes more, more, more efficient and, and provides more profit for it. It's not about price gouging. It's and it's not on the back of the customer. That's right. Exactly. Man. That's what I love about it. Yeah. Cause exactly. that, that's where I thought I was like, cause I was going to no, ask, where no, is it no, coming no, from? No, no. It's an hyper efficiency, <laughs> decreasing the overhead and making sure that you use every sector of the technology that we have now and the, and the one that's coming, right, to be able to do that model. And, and uh, trust me, that model, and the only reason, and, and it'll be quick, Chris, the only reason why I'm doing it is because I want to prove that there's a different way of doing contracting. But I've talked to, you know, everybody in the game, Kenny, Geiger, everybody, right? And everybody, all everybody, everybody, like, what you understand, what I understand from, the, from those legends in the game is that, like, dude, Profit is everything. Oh yeah. Stop talking revenue. Yep. Like a hundred mil is cool, but if you're going to do, you know, 
5% profit, might as well go back to 10 mil. I mean, go back to 25 mil and do 20% profit, yeah. same shit. Dude, you know what this, oh, well, you, know, you wouldn't know this, I'll tell you right <laughs> now. Um, uh, we, th that's actually really unique. So when we run this business, we don't even look at gross revenue. Yes, sir. We don't even, it, even though it's on the peanut, we don't even yep. look at gross revenue. Um, we just look at what's the company making. And let me tell first and foremost, um, are we making sure that we're paying our employees extremely well because they, we, we require so much from them to give back to our customers Hell yeah. and, and I'm willing to pay a premium to make sure our customers get everything that we promise and then some. So I look at retention, Yep. you know, cause that's clearly a great indicator of how are we performing for our customers and also how's it performing for my employees. You're internal. Do, do they want to stay? Yeah. Um, are we taking good care of them? I mean, at our Christmas party, we had a little guy by the name of Flo Rida. <laughs> Dude, um, I saw the video. Uh, insane. So did you know this? I'll tell you what, everybody's like, how the hell did you pull it off? Um, so back in my IndyCar racing days, my sponsor was 50 Cent. <laughs> he owned he owned SK Energy Shots, Street King Energy Shots back then. So I had made some connections along the way. And then, of course, with I've done a lot of charity stuff with uh, Coach Arians and also Larry Fitzgerald. And so it just so happened that worked, I was able to work with one of their agents to kind of get Flo Rida knocked out. That shit was badass. And to watch my employees' faces during that whole thing, dude, it's worth every penny. Dude, they were up every, there dancing. Did you see it? it was Bro, so awesome, they were up man. there dancing. They were up there like spitting. In, dude, right? it, was it was such a good it time. It was sick. Congrats, man. And, and, and that's like, thank you. For me, it's, as rewarding to give that yes, experience, sir. man, that experience. So, Hey, I want to go ahead and segue to, cause we're about 40 minutes into this thing. And, and so we're talking about technology and I know you love that type of stuff and you're into it. And it's crazy. <laughs> you see how you went from writing shit on paper to now into this whole technology movement. And you created this little company called data cube. And yes, I want to talk about that because as you know, man, I am in, I love numbers too. I love data. I love seeing all this shit. I mean, it's something that I've lived for the last 14 years of my life. Um, and, and it's, it's cool to kind of see how it's evolved. Um, so I want you to share what, um, you know, what is like with all of our listeners, cause I'm assuming that they have, you know, some know who it is, some don't, yep. um, what is data cube, man? Like now that you're in, like down the road here, like what is data cube or Hey, and what is the end result of data cube for Dude. you, for not for the customer, for you? So, so data cube came about in 2019 as an idea. Um, and, and, and Tom Howard had a lot to do with it. It was because people like Tom Howard, like, you know, like Ken Goodrich, all those people went to my shop and they asked me questions about, Hey, what's your average ticket? Hey, what's your close percentage? Hey, what's your, uh, average service ticket? Hey, how much marketing spent? Like all those questions that are super important to the business. And I didn't have a fucking clue. Yeah, that sucks. That's so, a sucky feeling. So, <laughs> so the madman that I am, I went and 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 started a, a software company with it because I was so fucking tired of people asking me questions about the business that I didn't know about. Right. So I educated myself on it, and then I, we started building these these dashboards. And at first, it was just going to be for me. Um, uh, it wasn't going to be for the public. It was just, you know, I want to put up these competitive dashboards. I want to put live KPIs. Like, why are we waiting for people to go up to a whiteboard and erase the KPIs and put new ones? And by the time they erased it, somebody else sold and it's it changed the whole chain, KPI. Yep. Like, I was so tired of that. And everybody in the industry has that freaking board in their training room with a bunch of lines and their numbers of technicians and all the, 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 the key metrics that they're doing, right? So I was so tired of that that I was like, dude, there has to be a better way to do this shit. Like we have to be able to like get, obtain the data live instead of just waiting for somebody to go up to the whiteboard or at the end of the weekend of the month, uh, knowing how the performance inside of the company went. So that's where data queue came about. So it was more of frustration of not knowing my, my numbers and then also no wanting to know my numbers. So it was a mixture of both and putting them together of, of, Hey, I want to know exactly as soon as a fucking sales guy sells, it triggers all their KPIs and it tells me how their batting average is, right? Like it tells me average discount, average, um, average ticket, average coach percentage, how many opportunity calls they have, how many turnovers where they have, how much IQ they sold, like all those key things that make the whole freaking business profitable instead of waiting out a, a week or a month to know that I wanted to know that live. And that's what data cube is. It's a, it's a live KPI software that, that as soon as a, a project manager sells, a technician sells, they sell an IQ, they sell ductwork, they sell whatever it is. You, you look at a screen and it triggers all the numbers, right. And it changes their percentages. So, so, so we put it and we display, and this is part of the T30 model that we're doing is, is the Tesla model is, 
is is being built based on live information that that's triggering all these all these points inside the software, right? To be able to make educated decisions. It, like if you have a technician that's running, you know, three four calls and they got zero tickets because we're tracking zero tickets and one of the biggest KPIs that I've been tracking is like, hey, if if he went up to bat three times and he fucking stroke out three times, why are you putting him in the lineup again? Why are you putting him up in the lineup? And that's what everybody does. You know why? Because that's the only technician I have. And he's the, he's going through a rough period in his time. And da 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 and da da, da and da, there's excuses for that. Like we need to be able that it's not the customer's fault that the technician has some internal problems right. or they don't know something or we don't know the weakness in there, right? Because nobody's tracking it. That's what DataCube's telling us. Hey, this guy is really fucking good at turning calls over. This guy sucks. Guess what you're gonna do? Put them together. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and this also adds what's cool is it gives a business owner a response, a, um, another layer of accountability of course. In, um, to educate that guy who yep. can't sell, make it better. Of course. And and it's live information. So guess what? If this guy's selling uh, air scrubbers all day long and UV lights all this all, all day long, and this guy isn't, you put them together and find out what, like, let them find out instead of bringing them into a classroom like everybody does and putting them behind a board and saying, hey, this is how you sell an IQ. No. They don't, the next generation wants to be shown, okay? This is the big, this is a huge nugget that I'm gonna tell you. The next generation of, of technicians, sales guys, installers, uh, CSRs, all that, they wanna be shown how it's done. They don't wanna be told, they don't wanna be behind a fucking classroom. They don't wanna be, you know, here, read this book or read this pamphlet on on, on air scrubbers and, and go figure Hands it on. out. Hands on, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I would even say that, um, uh, that, it's being able to not just to like watch a video or something on it. It's like you want to be with a human being who can ask questions along the way too is probably, yeah. And and that's what, that's what the software is about is knowing the weaknesses inside the business and knowing, Hey, this is where we're messing up and, and working on that aspect instead of like, you don't know what the hell's going on inside the business. Cause no, first of all, you're paying one or two people to for reporting. Yep. Right. This fucking saves you those two people, put them to answer the phones. I mean, you, you, so I love data analysis positions, by the way, because you learn so much from data and pattern recognition and things like that. Hell um, yeah. And because it's the same industry over and over again, it's easy to recognize patterns um, based on temperatures and which region, all this yes, other sir. shit. Um, but do you, uh, well, let our, let our listeners know where does this, like, where is it pulling that information from? From the CRM. From service time, from from a house call pro, from field whoever you get, from field ditch, mm-hmm. from all those guys. So it pulls the data from it and it displays it. So 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 data cube is doing two things. Number one, it's educating you on your weak side, right, and and giving you that information live. But number two, it's making a competitive atmosphere inside your company, dude. If you walk into the Tesla Model Next Gen today, or well, uh, yeah, in, in a couple of weeks when it's done, like there's TVs everywhere in the training room, in the hallways, and by the VMIs, by the CSR room, by the Q, like everywhere. You know why? Because people are fucking competitive and you guys got to learn that about this yeah, generation. It, yeah. Of course, people are competitive. My sales guys do not be num- want to be number one, uh, number two, number three, number four. They want to be number one. Mm-hmm. The technicians don't want to be. The installers, we came up with a, a dashboard called the war dashboard, warranty and revenue. We're tracking warranties and revenue for the installers. And guess what? We di- we display it on the VMIs or by the warehouse where they're, where they're picking up their material and dropping off their, their equipment or picking up equipment. And guess what they do? They all get in a little circle behind the TV and they're like, oh shoot, look, 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 look. I'm number two, I'm number three. Fuck that shit. Hey, give me more, give me more. That's what it does. So, so, so we took the industry, we gamified it yep. and, and we gave it a twist of, hey, if you, if, whoever does the most revenue, whoever does the least warranty calls, whoever has the highest average ticket, we put a bounty on them. We put a thousand dollar gift card, a thousand dollar check, a, a, a sweet night at the angels game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And guess what you have now? You have a hundred, 200 people chasing that. Yeah, man, you got a competition. Of course. Let's and go. guess what it does? It creates profit. Yeah. It drives revenue. Of course. Yep. That's part of the Tesla model that we're building. Dude, so um, it's, <laughs> it's intense, right? It, I, well, I love it because I've I've kind of watched it morph into like, well, I mean, and even you and I are going to go back through it too, just so I can really understand because um, I think that it's it's important to know that you have if you don't have enough people or you complain about not having enough bandwidth to track this stuff, yeah. this is doing that for of course, you. Of course, and you don't need it, people, and it's doing it real real time. But it adds this extra layer of accountability. Um, that you can now manage to. Of course. So so it's extremely important. And obviously too, it's going to, like you said, it's going to drive revenue. The gamification piece of it's what's so cool too, because naturally anybody that's in that position 
uh, or in like some sort of a sales role, nine times out of 10 has this competitive nature to oh, want yeah. to win. Like if they, if they, if they're project managers, if they're technicians, if they're, if they're performance based people, if they're not competitive, they're in the wrong seat. Yeah. People that are, that are performance based have to be competitive to be able to keep up. Trust me, I'm in a competition with everybody else. Yeah. Right. That's the way we built it into the the model. So you, um, so if I, if I'm using DataCube, um, uh, whatever company I, I, can I choose my own, like, I'm sure you have probably some like generic KPIs you have in place yep. that are probably industry standards, Yep. but can they create their own? You can track whatever you want. So, so we give you what the Tesla model gives you is, Hey, this is what we're tracking at next gen, or this is what we're tracking standard wise in the industry. Hey, if you want to know how many members you're, you're how, what's your average percentage of memberships? What's your average ticket on your members only and not your, your opportunity calls or not your tune-up calls, whatever it is, whatever it is that you want to track, DataCube does it for you. And it does it in a way where it's, where it's actually looks cool. Number one, and it creates a competition. Number two. Got it. So, and, and um, so now let's go to the marketing side of it to make sure, because obviously that's an, you have a monster marketing expense. Um, a lot of companies yes, have sir. marketing. So how does it, how does it track that like it, I, you can give me the best answer you have. Like I'll, I'll be able to connect the dots on anything too. Yeah. But like it's just so our listeners have an idea can comprehend. Like, well, how is this tracking my marketing to give me that result? Of course, and 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 for that, dude, I'm telling you, I'm not like the most you know technical guy in the yeah, world. Yeah, I'll connect the dots. So so like DataCube AI <laughs> explains it a lot, but but what we do is we track based on phone numbers, based on websites, based based on different sources that we're that we're, that, that that we're spending on, like Google Ads on 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 different keywords on on Yelp or whether it's organic or paid, right? Like we're tracking revenue and we're, and every day we're, we're, we're getting closer to, to making, making it so freaking tight where you're actually going to have a return on investment based on your spend, sure. right? It gives you your average ticket per revenue source and, and where, where the T30 model ties all in, where all these dashboards tie in and make it a smart dashboard where, Hey, this technician w does very well with this Yelp source in this city, and it actually auto dispatches it based on marketing source and profitability. That's where the T model comes in effect, right? And that's what I'm most excited about because that's what we're working on right now. Because now you don't have to fucking guess, hey, where's John, where, where's Brian at? Or should we send Brian to this call? No, the, the, the cube's gonna tell you, hey, this technician is best for this marketing source in this region, and, it, and he can get there in 40 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is. And this is the most profitable technician, sales guy, and so whatever it is, this is the most profitable guy you want to send to this call based yeah. on marketing source because because we're human the human is a, is a, is a creature of habit and and there's certain people that go to Yelp, certain people that go to Google, certain people that go to a newspaper, certain people that go to a radio station, right? And we got to track where those people come from and who we could team them up with that that best fit their personality because people buy from people. Yeah, man. So First Fire. off, first off, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, that was crazy. A microphone's smoking over there. Um, so what's crazy about all this is, uh, you know, and, and you know, and I know you know this about me, um, is from the very beginning, when I very, very first started this company, like my wife, which is outside the, the, uh, studio here dancing, trying to distract me. <laughs> um, but she, it was just her and I, and we would run these internet marketing campaigns, pay-per-click advertising SEO, and we would put call tracking numbers on them and then listen to every single phone call that comes through those lines to be able to then put an Excel spreadsheet, yep. a little shorthand on the date, time, who the caller was, what they call about, who, who answered the phone for that company? Did they book the call? I'm talking manually. Yeah. We still do it like that today. I have a team of like 70, 60, 70 people on our call listing and reporting team that does that shit manually. Oh yeah. But it's only because there's not been an option for me to do anything exactly. different that was accurate. Yep. And it's labor intensive, obviously. That's a oh, shitload yeah. of people. And like, there's some months where we're listening to 800, 900,000 minutes a month. Dude, Dude it's insane. Mad props, by the way. Mad props Thank to your you. customers. Sir. It's insane that there's those, but it's a manual process. Where you're using. So what's- You gotta kind of, automate that. Well, well that's what but yeah. I'm saying. Like, this is where it's like- it's so much more. That's just my end. This is connecting with operations oh, yeah. and finances and, and all that shit. And, and that's the T model. It's making sure that everybody right now, nobody knows every, nobody's communicating, right? The marketing source tells you what kind of client the technician will tell you what kind of profitability that client will get out of it. And then the financing will, will make sure we, we verify it. Perfect circle, dude. <laughs> Fuck Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, first off, dude, nice work, man. 
Thank nice you. work. Congrats, bro. Like, Thank you. I'm excited to see. Dude, congrats kind of- to you, bro. Nobody <laughs> gives you enough fucking props for all the shit that you do here, for all the shit that you do for the industry, for, for sitting across a fucking young punk trying to, <laughs> trying to change the industry, right? Like, you, dude, you probably one of the most influential dudes in the game wow. and, and mad props to you because, wow. because you give, you give people like myself a voice, not just, you know, the, the, the old, the, the, the older legends yeah, that are yeah. in the game Like you get to, we get to hear the Jordan BBs. We get to hear the Ishmael's the like Lewis and all yeah. those guys. Right. So yeah. mad props to you, dude, you're freaking killing dude, it. That means so much. I appreciate you very much for, for saying that. Um, and I, I thank you because like it, I do. I'm not. I, I don't look at it quite like yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Um, From but, afar, you're, dude. My my respects to you, man. But I but I certainly um, need to make sure I show some gratitude. So thank you. I appreciate that very much for saying that. I want to finish with this, bro. Yep. I want to finish with this because at the end of the day, you got a legacy you want to leave. Yep. And I am curious to know what that legacy is. What is Ishmael Valdez's legacy going to be? There's, there's two things that I'm, that I'm like really, really focused on for my life, personal life, right? Number one, I want to make sure that my, my daughter, my wife, my, all my, all my daughters and my wife and, and, and no matter what, that what, like when, when I pass away, when, when I leave this world, that they are super proud of me for every aspect of my life, because everything that I do, including action, including the grind, waking up every day, including like everything revolves around my four girls and my wife. Right. So that's the number one legacy I got on a personal base. I got to make sure that they're super proud of dad. Right. And super Mm -hmm. proud of of who I am, who I became because dude, I'll tell you right now, I'm probably the most imperfect person in the world and I made a ton of mistakes, but luckily, you know, God's helped me through them. Um, and the second one, and and the reason why I'm here to meet Grant Cardone, to me, um, to, to do all these interviews and, and it, it, uh, there's a message that I want to tell the people. There's a message that I'm, that, 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 that God's given me then, and God put me in this world to make sure that we let people know that there's fucking money in the industry. The trades is where you want to be. Like I remember being 18 years old, coming out of high school, not knowing what the fuck I was going to do. I was definitely not going to go to college because, because I didn't, I couldn't afford it. Right. My right. dad, my dad, we were, we're fucking broke. Right. So we couldn't afford to go to college. So it, it was either go get a job, but where? Yeah. And that's, that's the fucking impact that yeah. I want to have. I want to make sure that every fucking 17, 18, 19 year old coming out of high school, everybody knows that you don't have to go and be a ball player. You don't have to go to college and be a lawyer. You don't have to go and, 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 and try to, to try to reinvent Facebook. Like, bro, come and be a plumber. There's fucking plumbers in my, in my, in my company right now, next gen making 250, yeah, $300,000 a year. There's project managers making <clears throat> four, 500,000 a year. There's installers making 150, 200,000 a year. And that's the message that I want to give everybody. I want to tell everybody there's fucking money here. Come and grab it, man. But I'm telling you, it's hard work. So like, dude, just, just, just being able to diversify the fucking industry. Imagine, imagine if people actually wanted to work here at, at, at the industry. Imagine if people actually wanted to, dude. like imagine the flood of people we would have. Imagine like, instead of like, we're grabbing people to come and work for us. Imagine if they inundated every single industry because they wanted to be plumber. Imagine the amount of untapped talent that that's out there. And that's my mission in life to make sure everybody knows we got to fucking make sure everybody knows that there's money in the industry. Come and join us. We're going to diversify this shit and we're going to take over. Dude, that was straight fire. That was a <laughs> fantastic way to end. I know that big fat X right there. That's my that message, baby. Gen. Hey, man, I appreciate you so much. Like, we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. I'm grateful that we made time. I know you're here to go see and hang with Grant Cardone, do that whole thing. And we, and you actually are going to be running late to his place. So, <laughs> dude, he can wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, the impact that you, that this particular podcast will have on a lot of lives, bro. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's what it's about. So I appreciate you. I appreciate our friendship, dude. It's exciting to watch you kind of, you, you continue to grow. It's, I mean, I can't wait to see what you do with things. You know, like I said, even with you and I having data cube conversations and like potential partnership type stuff, it's because yes, I respect that piece of the business so much and I understand Thank it. You. And if I don't do it and I see something that's better and it helps my customers, I'm in. Of course. All day of course. long. So I appreciate you being on here, bro. Thanks guys. Um, I'm going to go ahead and finish off with, uh, as we normally do with a, with a review. And this one is from... <laughs> I should have read this ahead of time from big nasty nine Oh nine. What the fuck? 
Uh, well, big nasty 909. Maybe, is there a 909 area code somewhere? I don't know where that is. But anyway, but great podcast. I picked up tons of informative information, tips and tricks, which I will you will never hear me say because I say knowledge and wisdom. Thank you, Michael E. Gerber. He, uh, informative information, tips and tricks from this podcast. And I'm very grateful that you guys take the time out of your day to gather the information and publish it for the world to see and don't hold back any secrets. We're all here to pick each other up. Appreciate you. That's 100. Big Nasty 909, we appreciate you. Whoever the hell that is, if you're listening to this again, reach out to me on Facebook and let me know who that is. And I need to understand where that name came from. <laughs> I got to put two and two together. Ish, my man, I appreciate you as always. Thank you. Thank you. Listeners, it's 2022. Take this information and go crush your goals. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Listeners, thank you so much again for listening to this podcast week after week. We are extremely grateful Again, the whole purpose of this podcast is to give back to the home services industry that we love so much, whether you're a rhino or not. We really, really appreciate all the subscribers. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please go in and subscribe and you'll get all the episodes sent to you automatically weekly. Also, we have really enjoyed your feedback. Uh, it's so meaningful for us when we get to read the nice comments that you guys put. So keep doing that. And if you don't know how to do it, here's what you got to do. You search for To The Point Home Services on Apple Podcasts. You click on our profile, scroll all the way down to the bottom and hit write a review and be honest and share your story and how the podcast has impacted you and your business. Thanks again from the bottom of our hearts at To The Point Home Services Podcast. We appreciate you.